Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I am Athlete Tonight. Welcome back, my people. This is I Am Athlete Tonight, and I am your host, your quarterback, your point guard. Yes, I'm the point guard, Auntie Chantel Trimeter, <laughs> and, and Mr. Award winning <laughs> NFL columnist. Omar Kelly, who was just inducted to the, the Writers Hall of Fame <laughs> <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> 25 years, RT. The Listen. greatest, but it took 35 years. One, do you know there is a Writers Hall of Fame? And I, I'm not inducted into it. So what, what did you get inducted to yesterday? No, I got F- Florida Sports Writer of the Year. Same thing. It, yeah. It, it, it's same exact year. same it's thing. Just one, it's not Hall of Fame. You, it's, it's like making the playoffs one year. Yeah, but, going but, to the Hall of but Fame. what happens is if you stack a couple of those, then you got an opportunity. You got your chance to get into the Hall of Fame, right? Uh, yeah, I, sh- I, sh- I should. My, my, that's my new Embrace goal. it. Embrace it, nephew. Embrace it. Damn, on, you in the Hall of Fame on our show. Listen, listen, listen. We're going to talk more about Omar Kelly uh, being inducted to the Writers Hall of Fame. <laughs> Super dope. We always got to uh, give our teammates flowers. Look, we have a dope show tonight in store for you tonight. You need to lock in. Don't change the dial. Lamar Jackson and Bernard Pollard both had a, a case of Twitter fingers on T. We'll discuss that. Omar Kelly, did you hear about Andre Iguodala and what he said? He talked about Rasheed Wallace, ex Blazer Piston. He said, if he played today, He'd be top five player and better than Giannis. That's what he said. Oh, someone is saying Saquon Barkley ain't it. It ain't me. But look, and this person also said, and it won't ever be. But before we get into the show, I want to bring in our super producer, Anthony. Anthony, what we got going on here, man? I'm, I'm hearing some talk about Kevin Durant. I'm hearing some talk about LeBron James. What we got, Anthony? I'll take the title of super producer. It sounds like I'm like super shredder. Like I'm maximized at this point. But I'll take it. Uh, it's been two weeks since we know Kevin Durant requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. And it's no secret. Everyone knows the rest desires to head to the Valley and be a member of the Phoenix Suns. While the Toronto Raptors, the Pelicans, the Golden State Warriors and other clubs are rumored to be involved for the 12-time All-Star, Greg Schwartz of Bleach Report is saying something that we're possibly overlooking that would change the landscape, in my my opinion, no hyperbole, the biggest trade in sports history. Here's what he is suggesting, and I want you guys to chime in a little bit. The trade is simple. One for one. Kevin Durant to the Los Angeles Lakers for LeBron James. I'm going to toss it back over to you, B-Marsh. 
What are your thoughts about that deal? It makes sense on a lot of fronts. Take it away. So the first thing that comes to mind, uh, you know, I disagree with you, Anthony. Um, I don't think this would be the uh, biggest trade in sports history. Um, there, I mean, if the, Omar Kelly, you're looking at me. I, I wish you, you listeners can see the video of this. Uh, Omar's looking at me like I'm like I'm like I'm crazy. Like I got three eyes. Look, brother, like if this happened when they were in their prime, you could say that KD maybe kind of in his prime still, then it would be, it will go down as one of the biggest trades ever. Is it a big deal? Absolutely. Um, when I first heard this, Anthony, I thought this is, wow, this would never happen. It doesn't make any sense. But the more I thought about it, so it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Omar auntie, because Kevin Durant, he doesn't want to be there. If you want to leave and you want to have a soft landing, where do you want to go? You want to go to a premier franchise. The Los Angeles Lakers, the last I saw, was a premier franchise. Now, will he go there and be able to win right now? Probably not if AD, don't be AD and if he don't stay healthy. But they could potentially do it, but that's a big if, a lot of big ifs. Why does it make sense for LeBron James, auntie? It makes sense for LeBron James because LeBron James, whether he says it or not, he's chasing, well, he said it. I'm chasing, I'm chasing Michael Jordan. How does he get the six? He got to go win. It's a better roster over there. Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, and then you got Ben Simmons, please. And he can stay in New York. Auntie, the last I saw, uh, you know, on Instagram, on social media, I saw your little trick shots, cute. <laughs> but what I also Including the one that you missed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But I also saw LeBron James training in New York. Okay, with Kevin Love and the, with the Brickley coach, the, the legendary hoops coach, and he may be he may be working on something. He's been in New York a, a little too much this offseason. Mm, he's probably Look, working Kevin, on a production of a right. film or movie or documentary or series. Listen, let me, before Auntie comes in and gives us the basketball element, let me let me tell you why this makes no sense for this trade makes no sense. Because LeBron James is not leaving L.A. He is not leaving his lifestyle in L.A. He is not leaving the West Coast. Bronny in his Bronny's senior year. Are you serious? Do you have kids? Do you realize you can't uproot a child in their senior year? F them kids. <laughs> Listen, damn, that's his that's Bronny's moment. And, and, you know, his wife, uh, what, what's her name? Uh, uh, I forget what her name is. Um, Savannah. Savannah. Savannah's not going to let Bro LeBron go out on the East Coast by himself without supervision. Are you crazy? LeBron ain't going nowhere. He is a Laker for the remainder of his career from a family standpoint. So this makes no sense. LeBron is never going to let it happen. And that's why it's not going to happen. Mm. Yeah, I'm not I'm I don't I agree. I don't think it's going to happen. But the question is, would it be the biggest in in NBA history? I think so. One. Yeah. LeBron just bought a thirty seven million dollar house in 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 Los Angeles. He ain't going nowhere. The reason he's chilling and working out in New York, the man's worth a billion dollars. Like he could go to Maui just to work out if he wanted to. Right. And so but basketball wise, if you look at the numbers, Two championships for Durant, four for uh, LeBron James. LeBron played 19 seasons, Kevin Durant 14 seasons. You know, 
15 playoffs, LeBron, 11 playoffs, KD, both of them been MVP, both of them played over 12 all-star games. I mean, both of them been finals MVP. Like, you look at their stats and what they've done, there's no other player, I believe, besides maybe Giannis, that you could trade one-to-one for Bron. Kevin Durant is one. Now, like to your point, uh, Brandon, and thank you for the trick shots. And yes, let me remind you that that we did have one um, together. Did you, did you get to so, a million? Did you get to a million uh, followers yet on I, TikTok? Yeah, yet? I'm, I'm Why can't eight, you crack I'm, a million? I'm like, I'm waiting for y'all to crack five hundred thousand first. <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, I'm at. I'm at 893,000. So that's not even quite as much as, you know, that's that's what LeBron makes in like a game or something. But <laughs> look, he, uh, <clears throat> you know, now if the trade is made, I agree with you, Brandon. It makes the Nets a really, really good team. He's reunited with um, Kyrie. You get a healthy Ben Simmons back. LeBron can play anywhere. He's played in the East a couple times in a couple different places. So that's not, you know, I think it would make them automatically the best team in the East. But you're right. At the end of the day, you know, Bronny out at Sierra Canyon and, and Bryce killing it now on the AU circuit. And he's being able to, to go watch his family. He's a great family man. I do disagree with you, nephew Omar. I do think that if uh, uh, LeBron went out there, I don't think that Savannah would worry about that at all. LeBron's always been a loyal and faithful husband. And, and so I don't think he, she would worry about that at all. Um, I see your face. And, uh, <laughs> you see but, Miami streets? <laughs> Yeah, but but he really has been though. Seriously, think about all the the really big superstars and things like that. He's what done what kind of scandal have you ever heard about LeBron? So, you know, I don't think where he goes would matter or whatever. The Lakers aren't gonna do it. The Nets aren't gonna the Nets would love to do it, I think, but now nah, he ain't going nowhere. But it'd be a, it would be a pretty good trade, I think. I, so, I've actually looked up the biggest trades in all sports history. And okay. if that trade did go down, it would be the biggest trade in all Why? sports history. There you go. It's the only one that would involve a superstar for a superstar. Mm. Every, every, every trade that involved Chris Paul or Kevin Gar- Gar- Garnett did not involve a superstar coming back. Even the Shaq trade did not involve really superstar feet, unless you consider like Lamar I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. Some of these blockbuster trades that we've seen in sports where you get a superstar with all of these, you know, first round picks, second round picks, and maybe they throw in a player or so and a water boy, like those, those, those are bigger to me than this. Like, Superstar it's Super a wash. Hard. It's a wash. It's, hey, this isn't 2012 when they were in the prime. I, Come I don't on. think it makes the Lakers better. All right. So w- w- who's the what's the number one? What's the so outside of this? Take them out of it. We'll, the we'll, the Herschel Walker trade for Dallas Cowboys. They got a ridiculous amount of draft picks. That that like that, eighteen Williams, players. That one. Uh, yeah, but Ricky William wasn't. I mean, Ricky Williams for an entire draft. That 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 is pretty significant. But from a basketball standpoint, they're saying that the White Howard trading from the Orlando Magic, James Harden trade getting traded from Oklahoma City Thunder, and, and then um, that Jason Kidd getting traded from uh, Dallas Mavericks. And those right. are some of the biggest NBA trades and and really i i so 
it, okay. everything else is, you know, Mark McGuire for, or, or uh, Miguel Cabrera for so let's do young this. players who developed into players. But yeah. So let's do this. We know we have some super uh, listeners that love Mad Dog Sports Channel. Uh, call us. We want to hear from you. 866-603-83. Oh, yep. 8317. Oh, no, 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 no. Wrong. I gave out. Get it right. Get it right. One. Don't call that one. Call 888-623-3646. Let me say that again. 888-623-3646. Or call Brandon's personal number at 404-618-9. He does give out his personal number. No, I'm just playing. But text me. Text me. 917. No, no, sir. Uh, 917-540-8893. Text me. Look, at the end of the day, the biggest trade in sports... The biggest trade is going to go down is that that two hundred and thirty million dollar trade that you made and then your player can't play. That's going to mm. be the biggest trade. Mm. That, that damn about- that damn uh, Deshaun Watson's trade when you pay two hundred thirty million oh, oh, guaranteed oh. for a player that you ain't even guaranteed. I mean, gonna he's going to get four. He's going to get four to six on team. Four to six what? What's the he's not like, you crazy. He's way more than that. Yeah, I Deshaun Watson. Get, yeah. yeah, he's he's done for half a season. He got no, to be. He, no question. No question. Okay, then, then I mean, if At it's least. not if it's not a full season, if it's not a full season, then it's still you know let's take all the other stuff out of it. It was still a, a great trade for it's, Cleveland. No, but even if it's um, it's a full season, it's still a great trade for for Cleveland because if he come back, that, no that means he sat for two years though. But yeah, uh, yeah. All right, let's hey Anthony, let's push the conversation forward. I know there's some Andre Ayton news there. Before we do that, uh, Anthony. I just want to say this, you know, Auntie and Omar, you guys talked about how it would be a bad, a bad trade for LeBron, right? Um, you know, sometimes as a player, you know, when you're sitting there and you're trace, you're chasing greatness, right? And you're thinking about, I got a couple years left. You're trying to do everything to get everything out of your body to optimize every opportunity, right? right? So, right, you know. <laughs> It, the perfect the perfect scenario is for him to stay in L.A. Makes a right. lot of sense to me, Anthony. It's warmer. It's warmer. Yeah. yeah, but at the end of the day, that $37 million house that you talked about, Omar, hell, he could be there in three years. Yeah. Right? He can play two years, go win, you know what I'm he saying, and go right back to L.A. Career. No, hell, they're not even – how many times – how much is he home anyways? See, la- last year – something games. Last year was the first year in LeBron's career where we actually saw him break down. Now, mm-hmm. the question is, we all – we all, you as an athlete and Auntie Chantel as an athlete, you know there is a point when your body starts to betray you. Now, for LeBron, we've all watched LeBron and we've said, when are we going to get to that point? The question is – did he get to that point last year or was that an aberration? Hmm. I don't, I don't, don't think so. We don't have, you, Go ahead, you don't think so? No. Well, I, you know, think about it, you know, with so many injuries, right? Russell Westbrook out damn near AD out damn near the whole season. LeBron had to really carry that team. Right. And there was times when, when he, he went on like a five game stretch of 40, 40, 40, 40. Like, so he was pushing himself really really hard and and i think anybody at that age when you really got to push that team uh, a team like that and push your body he was playing the one all the way to the five right that's gonna that's gonna break your body down period but i think you know what you were saying brandon about him being in la look if you just think about it if he gets Kyrie, do you want 
are you a better championship team with LeBron James, Kyrie, and AD, a healthy AD, or LeBron, a KD, I mean, a LeBron, a Kyrie, and a Ben Simmons? And in the cold, in the freezing cold in New York. Yeah, but you're um, like they playing football. Like, they outside. No, but I'm saying, but what, the better scene, I mean, the, the better team. And still, hey, I don't care. Even after practice, you know, even after practice, and you go outside, and sometimes that New York weather, that, that puts your ass on pause. Y'all basketball that. players are soft. Y'all can. Mm. We are. We are. <laughs> but we <laughs> practice. They don't even deny it. Like, <laughs> no, nah, we practice inside. So why should we worry about the outside weather? Y'all practice outside so you get used to that. But go on the field without sleeves on. and go Without their shirts on. Yeah, no, you're right. You, me, you, you caught me. You caught me. Without their shirts on. This is uh, your host just for the night. Who is dudes? Who is Ashley, please? And even Omar Kelly tried to moonlight in this position a little bit. I'm crushing all of them. This is a competition oh over here. God. I'm joined with my teammates, Omar Kelly and Auntie Chantel Trimeter. Anthony, come in. I, I know I threw out Andre Ayton, but I know you have a, a question about LeBron James. People are texting me right now on my, on, on my line saying, keep this conversation going. Yeah, we're going to get to Aiden in a second. But one thing that I wanted to throw out to you guys, obviously we're having a conversation here, a theoretical conversation. It probably is not going to happen, but it's interesting to talk about. Let, let's continue then. Let's push it forward. Let's say someone shows LeBron a crystal ball and says, you're guaranteed to win a championship with the Brooklyn Nets. Mm. Okay, so what does that mean now? That means he has won a championship for every organization he's played for. Mm. And he brings a championship to Brooklyn. Does he then say yes or more likely to say yes to the deal? I don't think he is. I, I think I personally believe LeBron is at a point where he, it's nice to say I'm chasing Jordan. It's great. That's what everybody wants to hear. LeBron is chasing lifestyle, happiness, financial viability, success and empire. Championships is not going to bring him any more greater empire than what he's already building. LeBron is building a production company where maybe if he does it well, he can make what 500 million a year. Who gives a crap about basketball? See, that's your problem, Omar. Omar, the money is everything for Omar. Remember we was talking about the live golf thing? Oh, I'm still, I'm still down with live. Talking about taking Saudi. I'm taking that Saudi money, and I don't, I don't care what Tiger Woods got to say. Everybody who took the Saudi, Tiger's coming out talking about, oh, they turned their back on the PGA. No, they cashed a check. That's what they did. <laughs> Turn their back on the PGA. Turn their back on the on the league that that created on the pj that look, created look, 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 no look. they cashed a check and got paid that's oh, what they got money's the root of all evil bro. <laughs> so uh listen um he takes it auntie he takes it he absolutely takes it there's one thing that he missed yes you highlighted it perfectly oh uh omar all the things that he wants the things that he's already built he brother newsflash he are the the Spring Hill is already worth $740 million. They just sold minority stake. He's balling already. So you, you are right there, but you forgot one thing. LeBron James is absolutely, absolutely still chasing championships and success. Why would – think about this, man. Look at this dude's body right now. Look how he's training every day. LeBron is strategic. Why would he be in a gym right now and posting these videos? He's showing you guys that this is his year. This is his bounce-back year. So uh, he wants it all. He, he wants, wants it all. To, he he wants it. 
Go, no, he wants a championship, and you're right. Can he get it all? We don't know. But I, I also, I, I'm gonna take a little bit of what Omar said. Is you know, he, I think he is chasing rings, and that he's setting himself up in the future. You know, this is a guy who, remember, he said, "I want to own an NBA team. I want to mm-hmm. own a team in Vegas." That's and, right. And then if I go down to Vegas and I win a championship, then guess what? Jordan hasn't won a championship yet as an owner. So then the conversation changes. Hey, look what I've done after basketball and, and things like that. So I'm not I'm not sure that that LeBron is waking up every morning and saying, I want to be like Jordan. I'm, I want to be better than him because some of his stats are already better than him. Right. No, he's going to be the all time leading scorer of all time coming up this year. He's going to he's going to he's always going to be chasing. No, LeB- uh, Michael Jordan is just one of those figures that you can have. All you can beat all his records, have better stats in every single category, but it's Michael Jordan. He yeah, but you know what? To, Think he about has this. To go over and beyond right. for, for us to go out there and say he is the GOAT. Think about this. When somebody tells you, let me go get some ones, what do you what do you think automatically? Strippers. <laughs> oh my God. I'm dead. Think about it. I'm gonna go buy some ones. <laughs> It's all about the money. You ain't even allowed. It's Jordans. <laughs> it's sneakers. Like the, the Jordan empire is, is, with shoes has kept Michael Jordan so, so relevant. Um, and and LeBron doesn't have that. So LeBron needs something. You know what I'm saying? To well, he has, his well, legacy. He media, like Omar said. Right. That's like what I'm saying. He's trying that. to build that. He has that. All right. Uh, Anthony, our super producer, come back in. Talk to us a little bit about Andre Ayton. What the hell is going on in Arizona? All right, you guys give me a second. I'm still collecting myself over what just Omar Kelly just said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> you said we're trying to go. Oh, we're strippers. Strippers. He oh, the oh, ones oh, that bring in five ones. You shouldn't even have ones. You just have fives and tens and twenty. You talk with DeAndre. Stretch, auntie. Talk about DeAndre. Stretch. That was the line of the year so far. All right. So a player heavily rumored to be involved in the Kevin Durant talks was DeAndre Ayton who has agreed to a four-year, $133 million contract with the Indiana Pacers, according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski on Thursday afternoon. The Suns have 48 hours, like a movie, have 48 hours to counter the offer to keep Aiton in the desert. I'm going to toss it over to you, Auntie. If the Suns do not retain Aiton, are they making a mistake? Absolutely. Because who do you who do you trade for Kevin Durant? Mm-hmm. Kevin, you are, you are hey. Kevin, you're, you're the biggest uh free not free agent trade uh request you're the biggest star right now his number one destination and if you lose your biggest asset because you're not going to trade booker you can't trade booker and you that's your biggest asset and so i think it takes uh phoenix off the table and i think it's closer to it's going to be miami heat for for kevin durant so yeah i i do think they let him walk though i don't think that they're going to um to match that. I don't how, think how they do you, want how, him. How do you lose an asset, one of your biggest assets for right. nothing? They right. already I, 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 see this is where the NFL, the NFL in the NFL, when you're a restricted free agent, if your agent can get somebody else to make the offer for you. Mm-hmm. OK, you've done the work for me, for the team. Now we just got to sign you to right. the contract. Right. right. OK, Indiana, Indiana did the work for you. The contract is agreed to. OK, now you got to sign them. The question question on T is DeAndre Aiden worth four years, one hundred and thirty three million? Yes, but yes. he needs to grow. Oh, go ahead. You ask on T. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm going to defer to you, nephew. I'm saying yes and, and prove our case. Yeah. It, it, yes. I, I mean, but he does need to grow up on T. 
right? I'm being honest. I'm being real. Sometimes yep. you know, sometimes we 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 got little birdies here and there, right? Look, is he worth it? Absolutely. But dog, man, you are a professional basketball player. We know this whole thing more than an athlete. I am an athlete. We know we can do more than play basketball. But damn, man, I want you to be hooping more than you playing games. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you got Chris Paul and you got Devin Booker who's super locked in. They're super mature. They, they're they ready right now. There ain't another. They, they, CP3 don't got another year. Right. So is he worth it? Yes. But I think those guys are looking for, you know, potentially, you know, this dude to mature or hopefully they can, you know, use him as a piece to go get somebody else. And, and if it's Kevin Durant, it's lights out, baby. Right. Well, they even if they get Aiton back because of his salary numbers, they wouldn't be able to trade for Durant till December 15th, I think. Actually, I know. It's not even I'm not it's not even a question. Say that again. If if you, they if, if, if they match an offer sheet and with the attention with the intentions of trading him later, they can't trade him until December 15th at the earliest, which is two months into the next season, and they can't trade him to the offering team for at least a year. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh well, Durant gonna have to wait until December. But right. I, why give up a piece? Why give up a valuable piece, your third best player, for no reason? No, I just don't think they happen. value him as a max contract guy. They just I think don't. they do. I, I, you, I disagree. I think they do. I just think that you know the maturity level is just not there. Right? Well, that's why they, they ain't, he ain't worth it. If, if he's not worth it off the court, you gonna pay him his money on the court? Yeah, I just contradicted myself. But basically, what I'm saying is, as a physical specimen, like he absolutely. At, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, come on, Absolutely. man. You got an opportunity to go win a championship. Now, right. you know, it's not all on him, right? You know, CP3 got banged up. Right. You know, CP3 uh, had had a, a couple of games where he wasn't CP3. But, you know, this dude is next level, man. Two years, two years ago, what he did in the playoffs, man, and how he embraced the hard leadership, how right. he embraced his role, just right. need that more consistent. Number one pick four years ago. Like, yeah. we'll see. Anyways. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. What's up, y'all? The Home Depot Retool Your School program is back on the yard and back at it again, bringing up to $150,000 in campus improvement grants to help upgrade and uplift your favorite HBCU campuses. Not only is Retool Your School partnering with HBCUs, but it's also inviting you to join by voting online only at retoolyourschool.com slash vote. You can vote as many times as you want, as often as you want, whenever you want, now through March 24th. If you want to support change across HBCU campuses, all you have to do is vote. So keep doing, keep building, and keep supporting HBCUs at retoolyourschool.com slash vote. Retool your school powered by purpose. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. 
Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Brandon Marshall from I Am Athlete here to talk about my favorite go-to Britty meal that I can't always enjoy because the carb fear is real. But carb-heavy foods are often the ones we love most. But Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences and compromises. Zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and high in fiber, delicious and flavorful. The soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a refreshing, maybe, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. Something for every craving, including sliced bread, loaves, buns, and tortillas. Monthly small drops of indulgence, favorites like the two-gram net carb Hero Croissant, or the one gram net carb hero cheddar biscuit. Don't give up on being a bread hit. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code athlete at checkout. That's athlete at H E R O dot C O. Hurry and get 10% off your order when you use athlete at H E R O dot C O. Speaking of one of the greatest, you Who know, I'm with it? my boys. Who produced it? I'm, I, well, you know, I want to talk about myself. They already know by now. So anyway, speaking of greatest, I'm with one of my boys, uh, one of the greatest sports writers in Florida history, future Hall of Famer that it only took him 22 years, Omar (laughs) Kelly, and one of the best NFL wide receivers ever to play without a ring. (laughs) (laughs) And I bring up Brandon Marshall because I'm talking about people have underestimated him his whole career and he proved everybody wrong. And so I'm going to shoot it to our producer, Anthony, to talk about a certain running back that is getting a little flat from some people. What you got, Mm. Ant? Oh, I love that, Auntie. Thank you for the setup. So Saquon Barkley has had a few, a rough couple of years with injuries and a result of being on a bad New York Giants team. Entering the league with much-deserved hype, it's fair to say that Barkley has not lived to expectations thus far in his career. According to one anonymous, anonymous offensive coach, Barkley doesn't quite know how to play the position, as told to ESPN's Jeremy Fowler. This is the quote. I'm down on him. He still doesn't know how to play running back enough. He's a bouncer. He wants everyone to be a home run. He's going to have it to learn that a four-yard run in this league are good instead of stopping, cutting back, and losing two. Mm. That's his ass kicked in protection. Mm. Mm. Right. Uh, Auntie, is this fair criticism of Saquon? Hey, you know what? To be honest, I know when to throw it to an expert. And so I want to throw it to Brandon first because – I'd love to hear his take on this. And, and you know, I think Saquon's a great running back. Um, is he considered a bust? I mean, we just don't know yet, right, B? Well, right, we're going to see what he thinks. So, so listen, this is called, this show's called I Am Athlete. And this is tough for me because this is a safe place for athletes, right? Where we can have these real conversations and guys can get things off their chest and gals can get things off their chest. But, you know, I got to keep it real. I'm always going to keep it real. His assessment of Saquon is fair and it's right. Mm. Okay. Mm. Now, is he? he's off, though, on T. He's off when he says that he doesn't know how to play the running back position. Okay. Right, right. He knows how to play the running back position. But Saquon is a bouncer. Saquon has got his ass kicked in pass pro, right? And then the pass pro thing is more of a mindset. It's a mentality where, you know, not every great running back wants to do that. Saquon has bounced, but 
you got to look at it this way, Omar. And this is what I love about you and your football uh, perspective, because you're one of the few, not one of the few, there's a lot of writers out there that does this. You know, they actually watch the All-22 and actually know what now they're talking they about. they watch the All-22. Yeah, but you were doing mm-hmm. it from yes. day one, right? And so what I love about you is you know the game. And if you look at the Giants, Omar, look at their offensive line over the last Trash. five years. So, so, so there's validity behind Saquon, Saquon's approach to the running back position, you know, why he bounces it. So, Auntie, I appreciate you throwing it to me. Um, the way the thing that I would say is that Saquon does bounce it. He does get his ass kicked in a, in 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 the pet in pass pro at times, right? I think right. that's a mindset. I think you'll see a better Saquon because he knows his back is against the wall. Omar Kelly, let's not forget that this dude's a freak. Let's not forget that this dude been playing a running back position since he was six years old. Okay, he was a freak before the injury. Was he was hyped up to be the cleanest, best running back prospect in the NFL to come out since um, um, who, who Adrian was, Peterson. Not really Adrian Peterson, the one with the Rams. Um, the Rams? Well, yeah, the Rams. Oh, oh you're talking about uh, Todd Gurley? Todd Gurley. That's absolutely. So, and Adrian Peterson before him. Now, what's happened is Saquon had two decent productive seasons where he was a star. His first year, his rookie year, averaged five yards per carry, caught 91 passes, you know, ran for 1,300 yards. People weren't talking about, oh, he's got limited, he's limited and he bounces outside. And they still had a crappy offensive line. You know, next year ran for 1,003 yards. Then he got hurt in 2020. What's the issue is, he came back from an injury last year, and you know you're never always fully back that first year you're coming back. Now this is the make-or-break season, and he's going to have to prove that he is the old Saquon in a money year because this is really a, a, a contract year for him. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, can, but Saquon does bounce too much outside. But right. does he get what he needs from, from his offensive line? The answer to that question is no. I, I agree. I agree. With with most of what you said, um, the only thing I don't agree with is him having to prove that he's the old Saquon. Um, I think he needs to prove that he's the new Saquon. You know, coming after that injury, he still played 13 games and he didn't crack the 600 yard mark. And yeah. and the fact of the matter is, if if you're gonna draft a player number two, you know, you want him to be the franchise cornerstone for at least like a decade, and for him to be a star. And right now. You know, you're pay, you're paying the price. You got a depleted roster and you have a supposed star who's far from a star. And you're right. He has to prove something this year. And you know what? Run up the middle, you know, show them big quads that you're showing mm-hmm. all over or use them big quads that you're showing all over Instagram and and, no. tic, and TikTok and 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 run the ball. No, every, auntie. Yeah. Every 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 run doesn't have to be a hard have a line for run. This, this is why I said no, Auntie, and cut you off is because what? it's the same as same for you as a point guard, right? You know, when you if a coach when a coach got in your head or if, if a coach ever got in your head at point guard, Auntie, and they're like they're trying to tell you how to feel the game, then that's when you lose your game, right? At running back, it's the same thing. It's like. He he can't let them get in their head. Like that's his his greatest attribute. His vision, the greatest right? attribute for our great running backs is their feel and their gut. Right, but you, you making gotta, my point. You made a great point for me. Thank you, nephew. Because as a point guard, 
yeah, if I love to run and gun down the floor, right, and I like to make crazy passes, and I love athletic guards and athletic um, centers running down the court, and then all of a sudden, like I had in my second year in Utah, we have a seven-foot-two center come in who can't run to save her life, right? Now I got to change up the way I play to get her the ball. We got to slow the we got to slow the ball down. I mean, slow the uh the game down to get her the ball because once we know we get her the ball inside, like that's money. She's seven foot two, right? And so I think you're you're right what you said about the offensive line. His offensive line was trash, and and you know maybe he gets a better offensive line, like you said, like his mentality changes and he can say, wait a minute. I don't have to bounce it out all the time because guess what? Right. I'm 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 seeing holes that I saw with my great offensive line at Penn State. So I'm seeing holes and I'm hitting that hole straight up the middle. And although I want every run to be a home run, that home run doesn't have to be up the sideline. It can right. be straight up the middle and, and, and make listen, a safety miss and then you're done. You're gone. You're gone. Right. And, and Auntie, this is on me. I should have done my work. Uh, one of our producers, please look up. Did they make any moves at the offensive line? Right. Because that's a big deal. Because if if say they didn't make any moves um, on the offensive line, okay, and Saquon has a down year, mm-hmm. we're gonna say he always a bust. He's a bust, but mm-hmm. the reality is he doesn't have what he needs up front. That's everything. Right. But Omar, uh, do you are you familiar with the name Brian Dayball? Yeah, he doesn't lo- love him. One right. of my favorite offensive coordinators from Dolphins tenure. Coached you in two thousand eleven. Um, I'm a big fan of what he did in Buffalo, but he also doesn't necessarily believe in the running game. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. That's why I brought it up. That's another thing. We talked about the offensive line. Now I'm talking about the offensive coordinator. John Feliciano, Feliciano at the center is, is really their only addition this offseason. Who? The, where did he come from? I think uh, I think Buffalo. Okay. Not All even right. worth mentioning. So no, Would you say? Upgrades. John, I don't want to disrespect They, they signed Matt Gano too, didn't they? Oh, uh, they got a guard. Jamil Douglas as well. I mean, I, I don't know. Man, maybe a caller can call in oh and let us God. know. Oh, my God. If you think Jamil Douglas is good, no, sorry. I've you know Jamil him. Douglas? Yes, I covered him with the Dolphins. He's not He's not even worth mentioning. <laughs> really? Yeah. And then They started 10 different players. Tackle? Maybe, we need a caller right now. because They started 10 different players up front last season. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the, the struggle city. I, I think the right. Giants are one of those teams that's rebuilding. When you look at the NFC, and you just take a really good look at their rosters and the moves that they made in the offseason, half of the six teams in the NFC are actually trying to win a championship. And then the rest of the league is really tanking. Right. And, and not tanking. Hold on, say that again. The rest of the, rest of the no, NFC. No, before what you said before that to lead to that? Uh, I was saying when you look at the NFC, six teams are trying to win a championship in that conference. Okay. And then the rest of the conference, they're just tanking. They're just, yeah. they're, they're not really being. Okay. okay Omar, check this Omar, out. Look, I looked it up. Hold on, auntie. Let me ask Omar a question real quick. Omar. Yes, sir. Before the dolphins tank, did you ever use the word tanking in football? Yeah. Be I, honest. Be no, honest. No, no, no. I, I, yeah. Their teams have tanked way before that. that but did um, you use the word tank? Yeah, probably. probably yeah, right. I, auntie, zero percent chance that he ever used the word tank no. before the Dolphins and Stephen Ross tanked. Oh, okay, no, right. was, I'm sorry. Year. To Indianapolis Colts when they were tanking for Andrew Luck, I did use the word tank. 
You okay, could, but you know what? That's what journalists have to do. They got to be creative with their words. And that's probably why he won Sports Journalist of the Year in Florida, because he had to cover Listen. he had to cover the Miami Dolphins. So he had to make Dolphins up a lot of stories. But look, I go back to the, the Giants offensive line. They actually did sign a lot. They, they signed Mark Lewinsky from the Indianapolis Coast, John Feliciano from the Buffalo Bills. Jameel Douglas from the Bills and the Washington football team. Matt Gano from the Atlanta Falcons. Not the and Washington Max- football team anymore. Auntie, keep up. You're right. Well, that's where he was the from. That's where he, he played when he was at the Washington. They went from the Redskins right. to the football team to the Commanders. Well, they got Max Garcia from the Arizona Cardinals, and they're also really excited about this young man, Roy Mabateka from the NFL uh, Academy, 6'9", 320-pound offensive tackle. Look, he has... Amazon Prime Thursday night football package. He has no high... (laughs) Check this out. He has no high school or college football um, experience, (laughs) and he's he's lived his whole life in Nigeria. And now uh, the Giants believe he can develop into an NFL linebacker. Caliber lineman, and so I'm going to ask y'all this question what, real what quick. What they did is they drafted Evan me, Neal in the first yeah, round. Let me ask y'all, like, and, and Evan Neal can play. Do you, when you have a brand new offensive line, right, and you didn't make any splash offensive line um, signings, do you still say Saquon is a bust if his offensive line is trash again? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, I'm going to be honest. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. You think right. Series XM has what? Probably more than 150 million active listeners. You think nice listeners on SXM care about the offensive line the Giants they have? Don't. Right. They're not going to think about that. You know what they're going to say is Saquon is a bust if he doesn't. Why are you paying him seven million dollars? Right. Right. That's the only thing they're going to say. They don't care. Omar Kelly, do hmm. they care? No, I'm one of the few people that actually care about offensive line play. Yo, I, but you know what? I don't. I don't care, don't about, care offensive about offensive. No, I do. I, uh, I, look, I can, who actually uh, does. I don't care about offensive line play, but you know what? I do care about offense. And so when I think about offense, and you know, I'm a basketball player, I think about Clay Thompson and bruh. Like I hear there's some Clay Thompson news, Brandon. Like you got to holler at us about some Clay Thompson news. Okay, okay, okay. After the okay. after the Warriors run one or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 so listen, basically, Clay Thompson on Anthony, come help me out here. So, Auntie, they've been on this run with Clay Thompson, right? And the Warriors, right? Like, since they won, it's us versus the world. It's mm-hmm. day after day. There's some new story. Anthony, help us out here with this Clay Thompson on media uh, after Warriors won chip. Yeah. So, the, the crusade of the, uh, Golden State Warriors of us against the world after winning a chip is still going on because yesterday, Clay Thompson went on Instagram Live uh, and he called out those in the media who said the Warriors were done and they wouldn't win another NBA title in the foreseeable future. Check them out. Anyone who has the expert under TV analysis of their respective sport but never really did the damn thing, you can't trust them. You can't trust their opinion. You can't trust their expertise. Because they literally said we were dead in the water. And what did we do? Win the championship. So how did it feel? I know it hurt him. All right. Mm. Stephen Curry responded to that video by mm. saying, ha, 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 ha. That's my dog. All right. I love to have fun with, uh, with, with this show with I Am Athlete tonight. And we've had a lot of fun tonight. But I- I'm going to make it somewhat serious with this topic. Omar Kelly, I think you're one of the best contributors we have of I am athlete tonight. You obviously did not debatable. play in the debatable. NFL. 
award-winning hall of fame he he is he is a, a hall of fame writer as we just mentioned but <laughs> omar kelly you didn't play the game listening to a comment like that saying that mm -hmm. someone didn't play the game is not um in a position to have an opinion I just want to hear your thoughts real quick on it. I think everybody has a right to have an opinion and to be an analyst, it requires work. Is he saying that the people who do the work and study and to talk to the people, you know, you know how many people I talk to to, to formulate just my opinions? Um, that 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 requires work. Um, so it's, mm. it's a little disrespectful. And, and now Clay Thompson is in in that crowd of, of athletes, I'm assuming, who believes that the only way you can talk about an NBA player is if you were an NBA player or if you were a new NBA media, player. baby. Yeah. Yeah. New media. And, right. and that's that's fair. I understand where they're coming from. Um, they're tired of being criticized, but they also got to understand that there's there's work required to be a journalist. There's work required to learn how to interview people. There's Somebody has a chip on their shoulder. There's work required to storytelling. And you just don't show up and all all of a sudden, you know, you're you're great at what you I was do. Right. Video right now is Omar <laughs> Kelly's hand gestures right now. I mean, he moving his hands. I to back up when he was moving his hands and I'm on Zoom. <laughs> so you know, hey, you you won the championship, and right. you should be proud of it. You you still take it, I guess, taking a victory lap. I I believed in the Warriors. I was right. an analyst who actually was in the minority here and said that they were going to win the championship, and they did. You Omar. know, I had a 50-50 chance of being right or wrong. Omar, Omar, yes, let's, let's get to the real conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how many, how much work did you put into being a journalist? A journalist. Uh five years 22 years uh, yeah i mean yeah i mean yeah five years of training and then 22 years of, of work so you know, i'm athlete you know the main sh the, the big show right like the weekly show we like to get messy but we also like to be vulnerable uh -huh. can you get vulnerable with us right now yes i can but but feel, understand do this feel, do you feel threatened right now as a journalist <laughs> that the athletes are coming in They're and catchy. disrupting I, I have always felt like, especially in the NFL, athletes have not taken advantage of the platforms that they've had. And right. I felt like they should use those platforms better to communicate with their audience. So I don't I don't feel threatened. And I I don't I don't feel like I need to be on TV to be successful. That wasn't my dream when I was growing right. up. Right. Um, but in the media our business has changed and it continues to evolve and every three years it changes and it's something new so right. yeah is new media in evolution of what we've been doing absolutely and fans are gravitating to it so do i feel threatened no but i do think that the athletes who are part of new media also have to understand what media is but so sometimes y'all be hold on sometimes y'all be going over the top too sometimes because think about this I'm not a professional chef, mm -hmm. but I can cook. Absolutely. Mm. But at the same time, I'm not going to go tell Gordon Ramsay how to prepare his dishes. Okay. I'm mm. going to tell him it tastes good or it tastes bad. Right. Mm. And, and I say that to say that all media isn't informed media. All media hasn't studied like you and i think they get personal feelings in there and and because they have those platforms then they can tell the athlete hey 
shut up and dribble or y'all sorry, y'all not going to win the championship, like stuff like that. And okay. so I think they deserve, I, I like that Clay went clap back on them. They get to, the all media right. gets to talk about athletes all the time. And now the media wants to get in their feelings when an athlete claps back. Preach. You lucky, I, you lucky I ain't playing today because y'all banned me from Twitter, Preach. TikTok. You'll be my playing today making $225,000. I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA tonight trial to start your free trial today. Serious XM Podcasts. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.